Hi, ladies. This is Mary Donnelly here again doing another podcast. And this time I'm sitting down having coffee and conversation with Anna Benedict. And most of you know Anna from church. Um, and for those of you who don't know her or don't know, um, you know, much about her, having gotten to know her really well, she, her and her husband, Chuck, are life group leaders. And they have three adult children, Chelsea, Crystal and Chuck and a daughter-in-law, Bonnie, who most of you also know. Um, she has four grandchildren, one new one, right? Yeah. He was just only a couple of weeks old now. What, yes. Three weeks, yep, maybe? three weeks. Yeah. So I'm really excited to have Anna here with me. And we've actually been kind of sitting down and chatting before starting this. So I'm just going to open up the floor to Anna because she has you know, so a process and, and things that God has taught her through life and through life experience that's really powerful and I think can just help anyone listening here today. And it's really God revealing to her the difference between purpose and calling. And uh, that to me, that's really a lot about our true identity, which a lot of us kind of get tripped up over. So Anna, why don't you just go ahead and share what it is that, you know, what your journey was and what God showed you. Okay. Well, first of all, thanks, Mary, for having me. This is awesome. Yeah. It's just such a great thing. I don't think I've ever really sat in front of an audience and kind of shared what God's had on my heart. Really? It's kind of been a one-on-one, Yeah. but never like in an audience situation like this. But it's very cool. I'm glad you're doing this. That's actually so interesting to me because as you were sharing with me, you're such a good communicator. So it's surprising. So I'm glad you're having the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess if there was a title to mm -hmm. what I wanted to share, one of the things God's really been showing me is um, back to the garden. Yep. And through my journey, um, I think when I went from being that doing Christian to that being person, yes, God opened up the book of Song of Solomon's to me. Mm -hmm. And it's just been something that's always kind of been there in the background. Right. And it's one of those things of like, I love you, my daughter, my bride. Mm. You know, we kind of look at that as male and female, but really it's about God and his bride and his love towards us. And, yes. and his real true heart that's towards us. And over the last mm, probably couple of years, mm -hmm. um, we moved into a new home. Yeah. And I have a beautiful property and it's just been a place of being able to um, enlarge a garden. Okay. And one of the things that I've been doing in cut flowers mm -hmm. or vegetables or any of these things, I listen to a lot of like YouTube things. Yeah. And I've been noticing that there's more and more people going back to the garden. Yes. And I think it's because they're getting this revelation that our system, whether it's the food or whatever it is that we're doing, it's a broken system. Right. And so in order to have good nutrition, they want to go back to the garden. You know, we have this big thing with grass-fed beef and, yes. you know, our eggs have to be super eggs and, you know, just all of those good nutritional things mm -hmm. that really were intended for us as humans yes, to exactly. be sustained on. And so through that, God's been opening my eyes of like the garden. So through that process, he brought me back to Genesis. Okay. And so I started looking at Genesis and it's like, okay, day one, day two, he's been creating all these things. Yeah. And, but then on day seven, it says that God rested. And I was kind of like, what do you mean God rested? Hmm. Like, was he tired? 
Right. You know, and I think if I was working seven days and I know when I'm in my garden and I'm weeding and I'm planting and I'm working and I'm doing those things, even if it's just three or four days. Yeah. You know, on the fifth day, I'm I'm pretty tuckered out. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, well, God is almighty God. He's omnipotent. Why did he have to rest? Exactly. He wasn't yeah. tired. And so in looking at that, the Lord showed me that he built his garden and then he rested in his garden. Mm. And he was modeling for us that thing of that we are his garden. We mm. are his garden and he's come to rest in us. That's so good. And so looking at Adam and saying, okay, what, what was Adam's purpose? Why was he there? Mm-hmm. And Adam's purpose was to walk with God as his friend, walk with God in intimacy, walk with God and share, you know, what was happening to the, And then it was to tend the earth. Yeah. Those were the things that his purpose was right. for. Right. And then if you fast forward to Jesus's death, mm-hmm. you know, everything went awry after he sinned, after Adam sinned and, yeah. and did his thing. And then Jesus's purpose was to actually restore us back to the garden. Yeah. And so you're like, okay, what does all that mean yeah. for me? And so in looking at it, I went back to Song of Solomon and, and in chapter four, verse 12, he says, a garden locked is my sister, my bride, a rock garden locked, a spring sealed up. Mm. And so I started looking at that and, and like, okay, I am God's garden. Yes. I am God. That is my original purpose. Right. And over the last years, just maybe the last five or six years, I've always, every time I go up for prayer, it's like, I just want the joy of the Lord. Mm. I just, you know, I want to know what my purpose is. I want to know what, and God showed me that it's not my call. My call can be different from season to season. Sure. But my ultimate purpose is that I'm his garden. Yeah. And that for him to come and walk with me in that garden. Just like Adam. Yeah. You had said something when we were talking about how Adam wasn't out saving people. and Right. Because it was just Adam and God Mm -hmm. and there, there was no death. So God didn't come to say, Oh, Adam, you know, I came so that you could go to heaven. He was already walking with imperfection. And then he didn't come to, for Adam to save souls because there was no one else in the garden. It was just him and and God. So those are things that are calls that now we walk, you know, in the modern church we do, but we tend to say like ministry and, and um, what we've kind of brought, our purpose to is almost like what we see it in the modern church rather than, okay, you know, I know we went through first principles and build and all Mm -hmm. those things. And one of the questions that kept coming up was like, what was the author's original intent exactly for this letter? Yeah. And so I go back to the garden and I say, God, what was your original Original. intent? It was to walk with man Mm -hmm. and have relationship and fellowship period. Yes period. It was done. That was it. And so in my journey, you know, looking back, and of course I've walked through so much deliverance and healing and Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. But I started to see that, you know, when I was young, I was super control freak. I want everything perfect. If it wasn't perfect, I would make it so that it was perfect. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm Because I had this thought in my head that if it's not perfect, then I'm not perfect. And I don't look to the world the way that I would like them to see me. Mm -hmm. And that was not 
that was not God because really I had control on the control was the governing was governing my heart. Exactly. Yeah. And not God. Mm. And so he brought me through that thing of, wait a minute, you have, it's almost like Sean had preached a couple of weeks ago about having idols on our thrones. And it's like Jesus, he wanted Jesus to be on the throne and Jesus is governing my life. Yes. And so when I came to full grips with that, I was like, wait a minute. Mm. It's not about what I'm doing. Exactly. It's about who I am. And so I'm I'm just going full circle again yeah. with okay, let's go back to the garden. Yeah. Let's go back to that original purpose of what God has called me to be. And I thought I was super mom. Yeah. Super wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I wanted to have good food on the table. Yeah. Um, we traveled. We did all these different things. And those things are all great. But they were kind of like on the, they were governing my life. Right. And then, you know, you turn and you start ministry. Oh, that's a whole nother place of, you know, false identity. Exactly. It's like, oh, well, I do this Mm -hmm. and I do that. Right. And so I started to see the difference between what is my call and what is my purpose. Mm -hmm. And our calls can change from season to season. Yeah, exactly. I was a mom of three kids at, I had my first child at 19 and my last at 23. So I had three children and for many years had elementary school basically yeah, in my home. Right. And so that was my life. And everything that I did was to make that, you know, perfect. Exactly. It was all built around <laughs> It was that. all built right. around that. Yeah. And, but that season has changed. Mm-hmm. And then it went into a season of I homeschooled my kids. And that season has changed. Yeah. And then, you know, I had teenage kids and young adults children. Right. And that was a whole season of my life. And then, you know, my husband and I were, we were probably alone in our home, Mm -hmm. air quotes, (laughs) alone (laughs) um, in our home for maybe a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And then one by one, each of our children came back and it was for a purpose. It was for healing, restoration in relationships, restoration Mm -hmm. in things, because we were not the perfect parents. And so God brought all that about. Yeah. And <clears throat> excuse me. Um, and then we went through a season of great loss. Mm-hmm. We went through a season of death. Yeah. Um, in many in many people that were very close to us, we right. went through that season. And each one of those things was what it was. It was a season. Exactly. Yeah. You know. And so through that whole place, you can know that. I'm still God's garden. Mm. The garden goes with me exactly. wherever yeah, I right. go. Yeah. Even if I'm in a season of loss or a season of lack or my marriage is suffering or whatever, my whatever kids are going right. through a, a hard issue or whatever those things are. But I know inside of me that I'm, I'm his garden Yeah, and that he's in me. And it never changes your true identity. I've been, you know, using different language, but in a similar place of, you know, being taught all over again and reminded that I am a loved daughter of God before anything else, before I'm a wife, before I'm a mother, a grandmother, an employee, whatever it is. And you're right, we do take on identities in all of the ways that we function versus who we truly are. And then when those shift, like you said, they're seasons and they shift and change, it definitely can leave us being like, Oh, like, who are we now? You know, right. so that's such a powerful 
revelation. And, you know, I think of people that they can't work mm -hmm. or you lose a job. Yeah. Or you lose a loved one mm -hmm. and you're in that place. Does that negate who you are? Exactly. No, it doesn't. Right. It's just another season. So the calls come and go. The jobs may come and go. Yeah. All those things can come and go. But the standing constancy of mm -hmm. Christ is you are his garden. And that's where he originally wanted it anyway. Yes. yes. That was Adam's purpose is I want a place that I can dwell. What does Emmanuel say? Mm -hmm. God with us. Right. God with us. He and Jesus came back. in relationship with us. Exactly. Mm -hmm. and, and Jesus died to restore that purpose. Yeah. Yeah. And that's Excellent. what was cool to me. It was like, oh, it's not just a head thing. It's right. like I'm actually, you know, feeling it and embracing it and walking in it. And, yeah. and it's like genuinely truth yeah. that I'm operating from rather than just this head thing or trying to make it happen. Yes, yes. And that's it's where like I can even clicking. see that, yeah. you know, my natural control nature mm -hmm. is going berserk because it's like, <laughs> I'm not even in control. Right. That's so right. awesome. <laughs> so it's just, it's such a, it's a transforming thing. Yeah. And um, just a, a side note, um, this, this past two or three weeks, yeah. um, I walked out into my front garden and I found four very large um, monarch butterfly caterpillars. Wow. And it just intrigued me. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, these are out here. Are the birds going to eat them? And I found mm -hmm. out birds actually don't like them because okay. they, they eat milkweed. And that's the only thing that they eat. Okay. And so um, because of pesticides and all that kind of stuff, milkweed is actually being um, exterminated. And so no milkweed, no monarch butterflies. Oh, wow. And so it's this big thing. And they, their four generations live up here in New Hampshire. And by the fourth generation, they that fourth generation actually flies to Mexico. Oh, that's so interesting. And in 1996, I think it was, mm -hmm. there were 46 acres of monarch butterflies. Wow. And now there's only 1.6 oh acres. So we are literally uh, exterminating yeah. monarch butterflies. But through this whole thing, I actually scooped up these butterfly mm -hmm. uh, caterpillars and brought them into my home and put them in, in this little jar. Yeah. And we actually watched them turn into a chrysalis. Oh, that's so cool. And so through my research, I saw that a chrysalis and mm -hmm. a cocoon are actually two different things. Oh, okay. A moth makes a cocoon and it wraps a silk thing around it, like almost like um, like burial. Right. Like it's like this thing that yeah. they actually die and it dies and it reforms itself inside. But a chrysalis is actually transformed. So if you've ever seen Transformers, the movie. Oh, yeah. So yeah. they transform from a car mm -hmm. to, the, to the robot yeah. thing. And that's the same thing it is with the butterfly. The chrysalis is the butterfly. Oh, that's cool. And it actually yeah. transforms. Mm -hmm. And then my granddaughter, Kaylin, and I actually got to see this thing um, be born. Wow. And turn into a butterfly, which was so cool. That's and amazing. And so that, through that whole thing, um, sharing that, it's like watching God's transformation yes. of like, the word mm -hmm. is the only thing that we can eat that's going to sustain us, just like the milkweed yes. for the monarch. Yeah. And if we don't eat the word, yes, if we don't so eat good. that, yeah. we're not going to survive. Right. And so he just showed me that whole thing through that transition from 
caterpillar, eat the mm. word, transformation, going into the chrysalis, and then coming out a butterfly. And it's that just, is so good. And if you watch this butterfly coming out of the chrysalis, you can actually see the um, the uh, moisture that's in the butterfly pumping into the wings and the wings unfolding. Wow. And it's just such a phenomenal thing. And you can just, to, I love creation. Right, right. I really feel that we're being called back to that creation yes, mandate yeah. of like really seeing what God is speaking through creation. Yes. So many of us have, you know, oh, a deer or a, you know, a cardinal or right. a rainbow or mm -hmm. whatever, but it's all creation. It's exactly. all something that, you mm -hmm. know, God's saying, look at that. And he does speak to us through those things, right? Yeah, yeah. I absolutely yeah. believe that yeah. he does. And that's where I, that whole thing with the garden of just, I oh, love God, that. bring me back to the garden. Mm -hmm. I want to walk with you as a friend. Right. In the cool of the day. Yes. You know, and if I don't get that, how can I, if I don't get that and, and eat your word, mm. how am I going to be sustained for my day? Yes. And then how forward? are you going? You're right. I love what you brought in about the word because I do think like if we are starving ourselves like that, how will we be transformed? And what are we genuinely showing to the world? Right. Because it's going to be something that is not sustainable. So, you know, they're looking at your life and you're seeing, they're seeing one thing they might see kind of like the tip of the iceberg, the top of our life, like, oh, I've cleaned up this, but way, everything way below is still kind of broken and, but it's all covered up. And so, but we want to get to that place where we are completely transformed and we do. And to me, the monarch butterfly, just thinking about it, it's like this, like, beautiful like demonstration of his glory and beauty you know absolutely yeah. and another thing he showed me was you know what what's grown in the garden mm -hmm. you know, fruit trees okay yeah. so if we are in the garden and we are um with christ in that garden we're eating the word yeah what is going to be it's natural fruit Yes. The fruit yes. of the spirit. Right. So it brings me back to that place of me searching like, God, what can I do to get joy? Mm. What can I do to get peace? And I'm struggling like, yeah. God, I need to have those things in my life. But really it is going back and supping with Christ. What you need is him. Yeah. In and mm -hmm. eating the word together. Mm. And then my, then I get to walk in peace. Yes. And I get to have patience. It's the and natural I get to have production. joy. It's this natural yeah. overflow of what God is doing with me in the garden. Oh, so and good. then somebody can walk along and yeah. they're like, oh, look at this beautiful fruit. Right. Can I pick from that? Yeah. Of course you can. Yes. And they pick and they partake and they're like, oh my gosh. Right. This is the best this pair. Is so good. This yes. is the best thing ever. Yes. And that's where our genuine, our, our walk with God is authentic. Yes. And we are naturally producing fruit. Yeah. Somebody comes along and sees that, just observes that mm -hmm. fruit. They partake. They want to be a part exactly. of it. And you're like, well, the way I got that kind of fruit was, was because so, yeah. I was in the garden mm -hmm. of Jesus. And you're not depleted when you share of that because it's not, not like you're sharing because you're like, here, take this fruit so you'll know how awesome I am and what good fruit I make. Like we do this thing that we, it's, we're not getting identity from that. It's an overflow. It's so it's an like overflow. here, just enjoy this. Exactly. Because I'm being filled up from God. I so. remember when I was a kid, I used to, yeah, I used to run 
in um, Londonderry. Yeah. I, I ran cross country for Pinkerton. Okay. And um, I used to run just to practice. Yeah. And we would go by the, the apple orchards. Yeah. Yeah. In Londonderry and all of us would be like, yeah, let's grab it. Because <laughs> they looked so good. Yeah. It's this natural, like you yes. just said, it's not yeah. something the tree isn't reaching out and going here. Right. Or yeah. yeah. We're yeah. looking at that fruit and going, oh my gosh. That looks, that looks so good. And I yes. just am so depleted because we've been, you know, running right, two or three or right. four miles at that point. Yeah. And we're like, oh, look at that fruit. That will give us sustenance for the journey in front of us. Exactly. And so That's you just so partake good. and it's and it's a natural thing rather than it being something that's yeah. like, here, eat my apple. <laughs> you need to eat my apple. <laughs> you know. But that's what God's been showing me is like, you are my garden. Go back to yeah. the garden. And when it's at the place that it's just so, it's peaceful, it's yes. joyful. And, and just being with him. And I just want to thank you so much, Anna, for sharing that today. It's welcome. just, um, you know, it's a reminder to me. It's in going right along with the season that God has me in and just enjoying his presence and enjoying um, relationship and that that is the place that I get everything else that I need. So mm -hmm. I hope you've all been really encouraged by that. Whatever season of life you're in right now, I hope this is a reminder that Christ is the answer. Um, whether it's just a really full and busy season, whether you have a lot of demands and sort of different callings, I hope you're reminded to go back to what your true identity and your true purpose is. And that's a loved daughter of God. And that's a dwelling place his garden and his place of rest. So thank you so much. And um, we'll look forward to uh, hopefully doing another one soon. Bye-bye.